Hey, Pi Tribe, buckle up for a new episode of the Passive Income Examiner, the number one podcast for budding entrepreneurs and business owners looking to diversify their income with passive strategies. Welcome to season two, focused on building successful online businesses with evergreen marketing solutions. I'm your host, Lindsay Sutherland. Thanks for joining me. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode here of the Passive Income Examiner. Today, I have an exciting guest. I'm truly honored to have with us Gloria McDonald. Gloria, you're a coach and you help people build network marketing businesses that are all encompassing, right? Is that your focus? Yes, absolutely. Network marketing and affiliate marketing. Yes. Okay, perfect. So let's dive in. First of all, share yourself with us. Tell us a little bit about who you are and kind of how you got to where you are in life. Yeah. So I started off in network marketing. I know a lot of people are like network marketing, not so sure about that, but hang in with me here because I'll tell you why I love network marketing. So I started off in network marketing 44 years ago, believe it or not. And I struggled and I struggled and I struggled and I was an abysmal failure. And then fast forward, I, I had a career, you know, in the corporate world, I had a job and I actually loved my job, but the dream, the vision of network marketing and what the residual income could be and totally unlimited income, truly unlimited in income. That was huge for me. So I ended up creating my own business, not a network marketing business. And it was a multiple seven figure business. It was a matchmaking service, believe it or not. And after oh, 13, 14 years of that, the business fell apart almost overnight. That's a whole nother story. But I was 56 years old and I lost everything. I came razor close to having to declare bankruptcy. And my husband cashed in all of his retirement savings so that we could survive. And I had to reinvent myself. And so I ended up getting back into network marketing, but I did not want to do all the old school, you know, make a list of a hundred people, call everybody you knew. I did not want to do that. That was loaded with rejection, been there, done that. So I figured out how to reinvent myself and really become an online marketer. And that's, I consider myself an online marketer and the vehicles that I use just happen to be in the network marketing and affiliate marketing space. So kind of a long story, but mm -hmm. that's, that's what happened. Yeah. I mean, you're the first person I've invited on the show that focuses on network marketing. And the reason I think for that is because I think there's a stigma out there and I want to tackle it about network marketing is not passive, but or it is passive, or, you know, like there's so many questions about what it is exactly. Mm -hmm. And we understand, you know, reoccurring income, money coming in from a customer who, who buys the same product each month, like maybe like a Melaleuca product where they buy their same right. kit every month. Right. And then there's the residual income when your team comes along and then they're selling for you, you get paid. And then there's passive income. And so like, can you maybe go into a little bit of, of, your definition yeah. of these and how you've kind of helped people get clarity. Yes, because, and thank you for asking that question, because passive income and residual income are two entirely different things. And I think we need both. I'm a huge, huge, huge believer in diversification. I do not think 
any of us in this day and age should put all our eggs in one basket. So if there are network marketers listening to this, some network marketing companies say you can only, you know, be in this one network marketing company. Well, ditch that company. Like that is so old school and that is doing nothing but hurting you. So I think we have to have passive income and we have to have residual income. So passive income is where your money is working for you or there's something that you're doing anyway that is working for you. So let me give you an example of passive income. Two different examples. Passive income could be something like, and there are lots of these now in the network marketing space where you invest as little as 50 to maybe $300 and your money works for you. You never have to sell anything and you never have to recruit anybody. It's still a network marketing business. You can sell and you can build a team and you can recruit, but you don't have to. And 100% of people make money. So I'm involved in a couple of these things where you can start with as little as $300 and your money is making money for you, say, in the Forex market. And that is truly passive because you do not have to sell and you do not have to recruit team members. If you sell, if you get other people involved, sure, you're going to make more money. But 100% of people make money guaranteed. That is passive income. Hey, Pie Tribe, have you gotten your ticket out of the rat race yet? I'm talking about the free guide. Five ways to earn $5,000 a month with passive income that could be yours right now. All you need to do is text the word PIE, P-I-E, to 33777 and get your copy today. Another example of passive income is where we're getting paid, and this is a whole new area of ethically sourced data, where we're getting paid for using the internet just exactly the way we're using it anyway. You just download a browser extension and your data is very valuable. So ethically sourced data is where you, the consumer, A, understands that your data is incredibly valuable, B, you give consent that your data is being used, and C, you're getting paid for your data. So another example of totally passive income is where you download a browser extension, sure, you have to spend five minutes downloading the browser extension, and then you go about and use the internet the way you use it every day, and in this case, with one company in particular that I love, you literally, if you spend 30 seconds once a week validating that you're a real human being, not a robot, not a bot, you make money. And that's another company where 100% of people are guaranteed to make money. So that's another example of passive income. I don't consider 30 seconds a week of work quote unquote work, you know, <laughs> tough. And I don't consider that work. So that's another example of passive income where we're truly not working and you do not have to build a team. You don't have to sell anything. 100% of people make money. So there are a lot of those opportunities now in the network marketing world, which I love because so many network marketers have, well, not just network marketers, but you know, entrepreneurs, you know, this being an entrepreneur is not for the faint of heart. And it's a lot of tough, tough, tough work, or it can be. Now, clearly, in both of those two examples that I gave you, you're not going to make millions of dollars totally passively. Well, you could in the first one if you invested enough money, but 
I'm looking at things where the average person that doesn't have $20,000, $50,000, $100,000 to invest in something can actually make money. And those are the things that I'm looking for that, you know, really anybody has access to and can make money. So that's passive income. Residual income is a totally different thing. Residual income is where you work and you put, in my experience, you put a lot of work in upfront. Now I'm talking about if you want to make six figures plus a year, right? If you want to make $500 a month, fine. There's nothing wrong with that at all. That's totally cool. And you don't have to put a lot of work in. But for those people who want to make a good solid six figure plus income, for other opportunities, you can put a significant amount of work in upfront, and then you get paid for that work you do month after month after month after month. And there are lots of great opportunities for that as well. I And I also always look for things where, I mean, it's not 100% of the time, but I would say 85% of what I recommend are things where you where 100% of people can make money without selling or without recruiting. I have a couple of things that I think are great opportunities that if you want to make money, you absolutely do have to either sell or and or recruit. But they're the anomalies. Mm -hmm. So residual income, you're putting work in up front, but then you're getting paid and getting paid nicely, handsomely for the work that you put in up front. Yeah. So, big difference. Right. Okay. So tell us about your business. Kind of how did you told you, you know, you got started into network marketing. You kind of went to look at that again. You're reinventing yourself. Sounds like you kind of had the mindset of something like, I'm not doing it the way they're telling me to do it. I'm making my own yeah. rules. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Kudos to you for that. Cause I've, I've yeah. definitely been there. I was funny. My husband and I, we were talking one day and I said, you know, I look back and I've done a lot of network marketing and I said, you know, all of it could have worked. I mean, there was nothing wrong with any of them. It's that I didn't stick with it. Like I either, I burnt myself out because I was over, I was, I'm a workaholic, right? And back then I was especially, so I was like, I'd burn myself out. So then I'd be done. Or, you know, I remember when I was like 20, I was in Primerica and I'm like, I felt like a fish out of water. Who's going to take financial advice from a 20 year old, you know, like it was just a strange yeah. feeling, you know? And so there was just like, nothing felt me, you know what I mean? And I was making really good money in the car business. So I was like, ah, well, here I am. I'm just going to do it. But I thought about it. Like if I went back to do anything like that, I would do it different. I would definitely focus on an online marketing thing now with everything I've learned and I would just reinvent the wheel. So I'm really eager to hear how you went about that. And like, what does it look like for you? Yeah. So I decided that I was not going to call up any friends, family members, you know, text them, email them, been there, done that, ixnay, never doing that again, never, ever, ever. And then the, uh, so I decided I wanted to learn how to market online. And this was about six years ago. Yeah, it'll be six years ago six years ago in September. So, you know, just a little bit shy of six years ago. And I didn't know anything about online marketing. I mean, really nothing about online marketing. I had posted on Facebook maybe twice in my life. 
I wasn't active on Facebook. I wasn't active on LinkedIn. I, I did have a YouTube channel, but I would post the odd video and, you know, I would post the odd video for my matchmaking business, but it got so few views, it wasn't funny. So I took a course actually, and the lights started to, you know, click, something clicked on. I was like, oh, I get it. This is huge. And the network marketing companies don't teach this, but I realized that I could communicate one-to-many as opposed to one-to-one, one-to-one, one-to-one. And that is all I do now. I communicate one-to-many. Perfect example, doing this show with you. I'm communicating one-to-many. So I do not, you know, text people or pick up the phone and call people or even get on Zoom calls. I mean, I will every once in a blue moon get on a Zoom call one-on-one with someone if there's something that's quite complicated that needs to be explained or if it's a high-end thing where, you know, you've really got to, you know, somebody's paying $20,000 for something, you're going to, you're going to have a one-on-one call for them. But I have a whole team of coaches that do that. So I built an email list and that has been the single biggest key to my success. The standard in the industry is that for every name you've got on your email list, you make about a dollar per name per month. Well, I've got, I don't have a big email list, but I have a highly profitable email list because my average is about five times that. So for every name on my email list, I make about $5 per name per month. So I have, I realized that I was going to use social media. Look, the whole purpose of social media, if we're using it for business, is to take people from online to offline. Like we've got to get them off of Facebook, off of LinkedIn, off of YouTube to purchase our product or join our team or whatever. So I got people from LinkedIn ended up being my my thing. I, I fooled around on Facebook. I tested ads and ads and ads. I spent so many so much money on ads on Facebook. It wasn't funny. And it was a, I started off making a little bit of money, but then the algorithm changed. The price of ads went through the roof. And it's like, oh, spent so much money on Facebook ads, been there, done that, not doing that again. So I decided that I was going to try fooling around on LinkedIn. And I honestly, I just went to LinkedIn and I basically pressed every single button there was to press. And I figured out where it went and what it was going to go. And I created my own methodology for connecting with highly targeted prospects, prospects who were already looking for what I had to offer. I had a mentor years ago, who was a multiple eight figure earner. And he used to always say, what you want, wants you. And he was absolutely right. Your ideal prospect is already looking for you and what you have to offer. So I figured out how powerful the targeting is on LinkedIn. It's insanely powerful. It's so much more powerful than Facebook. And it's so easy to target your ideal prospect on LinkedIn. And it's not on Facebook. Mm -hmm. The number of groups on LinkedIn about all kinds of stuff that you would never really imagine that are on LinkedIn, it's insane. So anyway, I created my whole methodology for how to target my ideal prospect on LinkedIn get them to opt into my email list. And I built this email list. And then I communicate one to many, one to many, one to many through my email list. I really build a relationship with people through my email list and video because video is huge. 
in my mind, video is the fastest way to take a prospect from cold to warm to hot without them ever meeting you. So I built this email list. I built relationships one to many, and I turned those prospects into customers and team members. And that's how I did it. Now, are your videos on LinkedIn or are you putting them on a website? Are you communicating them out to your email? Where do you, where do you build your, they're everywhere. So I now have three very powerful YouTube channels. I've really learned now how to optimize YouTube and use it as a search engine. And YouTube has now for me surpassed the power of LinkedIn. They're two very different things. So I use both of them. I use LinkedIn to get prospects. And I get lots of great prospects from LinkedIn and I do turn them into customers and team members. I've really built my email list 95% from LinkedIn, but I use YouTube as another super powerful place. Again, it's this whole concept of what you want wants you. Your ideal prospect is looking, they're searching on YouTube for what you have to offer. You just have to figure out the keywords. What exactly is your prospect typing into YouTube to search for what you have to offer. And so you have to do keyword research. You have to understand that YouTube is a search engine. So you optimize the search engine. And so I've cracked the code on that. And now the amazing thing is I get new team members every single day who I've never spoken to. I don't have a clue who these people are. They're signing up, they're joining my teams because of my YouTube channel. They've watched my YouTube videos. And the beauty of YouTube is that people will do all kinds of research. They'll watch lots of your videos so that not only do they decide they want the product or service that you have to offer, but they also decide they want it from you. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's yeah. zero, zero rejection, absolutely zero rejection. That's awesome. Yeah. How long did it take you to kind of figure all that out? Like you, when you got, you said you've been doing it for about six years. I mean, mm-hmm. did you feel like there was like a real turning point at maybe like, you know, a certain point? Yes. What was that? Yes. The first year was, oh my gosh, it was grueling. I, I, you know, I bought course after course. I spent bucket loads of money. I racked up so much credit card debt. It wasn't funny. And honestly, I thought, what am I missing? What is it that all the, you know, the seven figure earners are doing that I don't get yet? And honestly, it was time put in. The first year was absolutely grueling. I invested so much money in so many courses. I racked up so much credit card debt. I honestly thought there was some secret that the seven figure earners just weren't sharing. And I was like, what is it? What am I missing? And honestly, it was just time. You know, you have to put in time. You have to be patient and you have to be two things, absolutely patient and absolutely rock solid consistent. I work my business seven days a week. And, you know, I don't, I mean, I do something on my business pretty much seven days a week now, but I don't work. I was working 14, 16 hours a day, seven days a week. And do you have to do that? Well, you know, if you want to be seven-figure earner, probably, to be brutally honest, if you want to make $500,000 a month, no, you don't have to do that at all. But yeah, if you want to have a significant business and impact tens of thousands of lives, yeah, you got to put the time in. 
So it was just being rock solid consistent and super patient. And one of the things I learned was that these seven multiple seven figure earners, even multiple six figure earners are prolific. So they're out there everywhere. They're creating content everywhere. So I said, you know, I've got three YouTube channels. I'm all over LinkedIn. I absolutely have a presence on Facebook. I've got a presence on Instagram. I'm on Pinterest, you know, so you've got to be out there. I've got a podcast. I've got a blog. You've got to be out there and you've got to be like, people are saying, oh, there's that, there's that Lindsay Sutherland. Oh, wait, isn't, isn't that the same Lindsay Sutherland I just saw on YouTube? Oh, wait, that's that same woman who's talking about passive income. And I just saw her on Pinterest. So you've got to be prolific. You've got to be everywhere so that people start to recognize you. And you've got to give value, 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 value. So I have so much free content out there. It's not funny. And mm -hmm. I am absolutely bound that the more I give, the more I get in return. Yeah, definitely. So what was that turning point? Was it after that first year or was it two years in? I mean, everybody kind of seems to say around 18 months, but I'm curious what you're... Well, for me, it was a little bit sooner. So I was at a... So I started in September of 2016 and I was at a conference in May, June of 2017. So not quite a year later. And I remember there was a panel discussion. I remember this so clearly. And the moderator is saying, okay, you lost everything. All you have is your computer. What do you do? And there was, you know, there were, I think maybe five people on the panel and there were a bunch of people that were in their twenties and thirties. And there was one woman who was in her sixties, I'm guessing late fifties, early sixties. And I related to her because that was my age. Right. So she said, I would do webinars. And for whatever reason, her saying that just hit me like a ton of bricks. So I went home and I said, I'm going to do a webinar. I don't know how to do a webinar, but whatever it takes, I'm going to do a webinar. So I did a webinar in August of 2017. Sorry. Yeah. August of 2017. And I created my own program and it was on how to, how to use LinkedIn. It was for network marketers. And I made $3,500. And to me, that was so much money. It was like, oh my gosh, I made $3,500. I mean, yes. I, I laugh, but it was a huge turning point. That is a huge turning point. And then I had somebody say, well, Gloria, why don't you offer coaching? And it was like, duh. It, it, it was so crazy that I hadn't thought of that because I was doing coaching for network marketers, before I went down this whole road of trying to figure out how to market myself online. Mm. So in September of 2017, I decided to take those people who bought my course for $47 and upsell them into one-on-one -on -one coaching. And I made $35,000 in September of 2017. Wow. It's like, whoa. Yes. And then by January of 2018, so just, you know, four months later, I made over $160,000. Wow. 
That's incredible, Gloria. Like really, that's so cool too. I love, I love the transformation. I love the realness of your story and just like the struggle was there because we've all been there yeah. wondering oh, what yeah. in the heck we're doing. <laughs> the struggle was real. Yeah. Let me tell you, it was real. But I spent that whole year from September of 2016 to September of 2017 building my email list, building my email list, building my email list. And I emailed my list seven days a week. Oh, really? Yeah, I did not miss emailing my list. I was rock solid and seven days a week. I made new connections on LinkedIn and, you know, messaged those people and offered them a free guide, a lead magnet and, you know, got them on my email list. And then I continued to communicate one to many. Yeah. And it was because of that email list that I was able to sell $3,500 worth of my my first ever online course. And then from that, upsell people into my coaching. That's phenomenal. Okay, really quick. Like, let's just unpack it and give some people some like tangible stuff they can use. Like if you were to say, simplify a strategy, pick one, maybe it's gathering emails on LinkedIn or how do you find the right prospect or maybe some tips of trade that you know that is kind of an uncommon thing, or maybe it's a YouTube thing, you know, pick something that you're really good at that people can walk away with today with a, to go implement, right. And to start building that email list, what would be, you know, something that you might throw out there? Well, today, I mean, you know, every platform changes, right? And they constantly change. So today, things have changed. LinkedIn is still good, and I still highly recommend it. However, it is not what it was when I started in 2016, 2017. So today, the strategy that I would recommend if you're only going to do one thing would be YouTube. But you've got to understand it, and you've got to understand how to optimize it, and you've got to understand it's a search engine. So YouTube is crushing it for me. Now, here's the thing I'll say about YouTube. Once you understand how to do keyword research, which is not difficult, that might sound crazy scary to people, but it's not difficult. Once you understand that, once you understand how to optimize your video titles, once you understand how to create an eye-popping attention, grabbing thumbnail on YouTube, and once you understand how to write a description, it's not that much, it's just four things. Once you understand that, then you have to become rock solid, consistent at doing videos. Now, here's the thing about YouTube. I've created three video, three YouTube channels, and one of them I already had, but doing one video a week, just one video a week, it probably takes an hour and a half to two hours. Now, I can pop out a video super quick. I do one and done. I don't do multiple takes of a video. I'm very comfortable on video. So for me, doing the video is like five to seven minutes max because you don't want to do really long videos, especially when you're starting out. Five to seven minutes max. You have to do more than two minutes to get the YouTube algorithm working, but five to seven minutes. So, you know, I pump that out in no time. And then it probably takes an hour and a half to two hours to do the keyword research, to optimize it, to create the thumbnail and do everything behind the scenes. Wow. But that's, you know, let's say, let's say it's going to take somebody else longer because they have to figure out what they're going to say in a video and maybe they have to script a little bit, whatever, three hours a week to do one video. Yeah. Right. And what I found is that I got nothing. I got crickets, absolutely nothing for six months. And then in the six month 
boom, my YouTube channel started producing. Yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. Now, did you, did you make it, you said earlier branding yourself, is is your YouTube channel your name or is it your company name or how did you decide to do that? Because I have three, I've got one that's Gloria McDonald. I've got one that's back for your audience. I would highly recommend going to my passive income YouTube channel. So that's just GloriaMcDonald.com slash passive. That's a hyperlink that'll take you to my YouTube passive income channel, but it's about branding me. Yes. I talk about the various different opportunities I have for passive and residual income, but I'm not all about them. It's about me, my knowledge, me sharing information with people. So the the whole channel is, you know, positioning me as a trusted authority Mm -hmm. to my channel. And I'm going to give you great tips, great tools, great opportunities, great ideas. So that's what I mean by, you know, branding yourself. Perfect. Yeah. That's a great strategy. I've heard, you know, and I, it's actually, I'll be honest. It's, I'm glad you brought up YouTube. It has been a little bit of a challenge for me to get people to come on to the podcast that are versed in YouTube because they don't need a podcast, you know, like the guys that are crushing it on YouTube, they don't need to go on a podcast. You know what I mean? Well, see, I do both. See, I turn all of my podcasts. Well, you've been on my podcast. You've been a guest on my podcast. So I do a video and then I strip the audio off. So the video goes on Facebook. It goes on LinkedIn. It goes on YouTube. And then I strip the the audio off and it goes on, on my podcast. So I'm constantly reusing, recycling, and repurposing my content. I'm putting it on various different platforms. Yeah. I'll take, you know, an interview I do and I'll turn it into a blog post, an article. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think it's, it can be limited thinking to say, well, I'm crushing it on YouTube. I don't need to do anything else. Yeah. Here's the thing. Every platform changes. YouTube's going to change. It's going to change and it's not going to be as easy to create the, the audience on YouTube as it is right now. Right. You're right. You're a smart so, woman. You are. I, was, <laughs> I mean, I like, honestly, I, I just, even meeting you that first time getting onto your show, I'm like, man, I've got to get her on my podcast. Cause I love having a, the story, you know, the story of people who did it. Like, it's so important for everybody who's out there just getting started to know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, that this isn't just an illusion. (laughs) It can happen and it does happen for people. So that's so inspiring. And to hear just your, your whip smart, I love, love your energy. You've just got a great story. You've got good advice and straightforward to the point information. I want to go check out your YouTube channel because it sounds like something that's right up my alley anyway. Yeah. Thanks, Um, Lindsay. So here's the thing, you know, I talked about diversifying income sources, which I absolutely think you want to do. You do not want all your eggs in one basket and you have to diversify your platforms. You do not want all your eggs in the YouTube basket. I mean, people had their YouTube channels shut down. Mm -hmm. We all know that people get their Facebook accounts shut down. Not a lot of people, but some people get their LinkedIn channels accounts shut down. So it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's your income sources or the social media slash platforms you're using, do not put all your eggs in one basket. It's just downright dangerous because none of us control Facebook, YouTube, Google, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Twitter, Instagram. We don't control them. 
Yeah. Um, and you know what else is, is really important? And I think we should touch on it is it's recession proofing your business. I think like, you know, yeah. and even with what you're doing, diversifying and having multiple streams, multiple network marketing industry businesses, plus your coaching, plus your YouTube channel could be making money from YouTube. You know, all yeah. of those different ways that you're doing it is so important. And I think as we move into what they're saying is going to be this next recession, you know, we're all, we're all hearing about it. It's not a secret anymore. <laughs> you know, I think it's more important than ever to figure out a system like you have that gets all your information out and disseminates it to multiple places so that you can be seen and heard and have the resources for people that want to buy into those things. Like right now, folks, like get on the bandwagon, you know, because now's the time it's going to, it's going to be really important and it could ultimately put us in a position and you'll see it too. I'm sure to become wealthier through the recession, you know, I mean, that's always a possibility. Absolutely. Well, you know, the, depression was the time that more millionaires per capita were made than any other time on the planet. So yep. In recessions and, you know, depressions, hopefully we're not going to go there, but you know, there are people who make a lot of money and there are people who lose money and you get to choose, Yes, choose which one you're going to be. I love that. It's so true. Well, where can people find you? Do you want them just to head to your YouTube channel or do you, would you rather them go somewhere else primarily? Yeah, go to my YouTube channel, gloriamcdonald.com slash passive. And it's McDonald M-A-C. So gloriamcdonald.com slash passive. Perfect. And we'll be sure to put that in the show notes as well. And this has just been truly awesome. Thank you so much for, for joining us today on the show. Thank you for having me. It's been a blast. My pleasure.